0: Good morning, Sean. Hello,
1: Sean. Good morning. Thanks for taking some time. Very welcome. Awesome. So we're getting excited for uh, the debut of Envy of None. We have uh, Alex and Andy here. Uh, the record will be available on Friday from Amazon.com. So I'm going to throw this one to Andy. How does, and I know you're both Canadian musicians, but how does uh, Andy come in contact and form a band with Alex Lifeson of Rush? It's,
0: I, I ask myself that every day, uh, Sean. I don't know how the heck uh, How the heck this. On, on Anthem Records, and there's another little band on the label called Rush that you might have heard of, but um, we, we struck up a friendship many, many years ago, uh, I formed the band after Tony Hatch, and we ended up touring with Rush, opening up for them on the Roll of the Bones tour, so we've been friends for, forever, and it wasn't until I actually ran, uh, I got connected with Maya Wynn, the vocalist for Ambient Nuns, that I hit Alex up for a favor and asked him to listen to this demo that we had put together of one of the songs called Shadow and would he be interested in playing guitar on it. I don't know whether he agreed because I was guilting him out or, or a combination of the guilt plus he actually really liked what Maya had done on it and, and lightning struck and there you know, there you go.
1: So I was listening to uh, the first couple songs last night, Liar and Look Inside, and I hadn't read the bio they sent to me. And I'll throw this one to Alex. I had no idea you had a, uh, a female uh, singer in the band, and then I looked at the uh, at the bio and I saw Maya on there. Uh, Alex, what's it like working with a female frontwoman? I mean, obviously many, many years with Getty. A different way to write? Uh, how, how did that all uh, work out for you?
0: Well, she's certainly cuter than Getty. <laughs> was great. Maya is so talented, way beyond her twenty five years. An exceptional vocalist. She has a particular style and character to her vocals.
1: Her writing
0: is very rich in imagery and her presentation is, is, is exceptional. I she became my muse. I That whole song, and we we clued in on it very early that this was a song that would have this kind of relationship, and it was kind of unspoken at the time, but it became a natural thing where we did this spiral dance together throughout the whole song, and uh, I, I, it was just one example of many on the record that was really great for me
1: nice i mean, i instantly fell in love with the song liar and i know they, they give the calling it alternative experimental synth rock for the whole record i, I don't know if you guys will agree with me but i definitely felt uh, like some some little billy eilish vibe on this record
0: it, it's, it's interesting you say that sean because you know when we first started writing i don't even think billy had dropped a record and it was funny when she came out uh, i listened to her- Vocal and I, and I could see the similarities. I mean, both her and Maya um, are very young. They have an amazing gift for for harmonies and structures and stuff like that. So I could see the comparison. But um, yeah, there they, you know, there's some interesting influences going on through the entire record. But I, it certainly wasn't conscious. But I, like as I said, I don't even think Billy had dropped a record when we started writing on this. And fast forward, I can see people making some
1: comparisons there. So also on the record, there's a tribute to uh, Neil, Alex, uh, Western Sunset. Just a beautiful instrumental you know what did it mean to you to to write a tribute to your brother your your bandmates and and just uh, a good friend
0: well I, I had the opportunity you know once we found out that Neil was ill, we visited a lot on numerous visits we would sit outside on his balcony that was just off his office, and you know and there were times where we'd be in the late afternoon the sun was setting and it just struck me that it was such a peaceful contemplative moment just terrible burden that we were carrying about is is health, And the the light filtering through the truth, it was just very evocative. And I thought, if I can recapture this feeling of serenity in a song, that would be a lovely tribute. That's what I set up to do with that song. Andy played a really nice bass part, a couple of arrangement changes. It's a very short song, but it's very sweet in its intent, I think. Uh, And it also has the record in a nice way. It's the last song of the album. So it gives you a chance to sit back and digest what you just nicely
1: framed in this very personal moment. I I was listening to it. It's a very soothing song, and it's fresh in our minds, and I know you had ties to him, Uh, but it just uh, for some reason just brought the the memory of Taylor Hawkins to me, and I know he helped induct you into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and I'm sure the news just crushed you as well as many of us who are big Foo Fighters fans. Oh, I don't
0: know how many times your heart can be broken. It It was such shocking news. Taylor was one of the sweetest guys ever. I was just, he was a kid in this adult body full of energy, full of
1: It seems to be everyone's uh, opinion of of Taylor. And again, reminding everybody, uh, Envy of None, available uh, on Friday, Amazon.com. Go into it with an open mind. It's not Rush, um, but it's definitely, it's a great record. I listened to it straight through a couple times uh, last night. Maya's voice is tremendous. Uh, I did want to touch on this for you, Alex. I know you have the property from the archives of Alex Lifeson. You have the auction up in New York at the Hard Rock. Made you uh, want to auction off some of your guitars. And Andy, are you going to get in on this?
0: Well, I'm coddling up all of my uh, coupons and anything that doesn't sell. I'm going to uh, try to, to guilt Alex into uh, maybe loaning me. But oh my God, I, I just Alex just shared with me some of the early photos. and it, it, it Not only is it a collection of guitars, I think it's more. Collection of rock and roll history, right from Alex's first guitar that he that he bought, all the way through right to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and the R40 tour, which so is an incredible piece of history there. And I think fans are going to lose their minds. But you better have you better have some deep pockets because some of those guitars are, are just iconic. Mm-hmm. You know, Sean, it, I had I had most of those guitars up on my wall in my. Uh in my little studio that I had on just outside the city. And I would look at them and I would, I would it was good best memory. But those memories are always going to stay. If the guitars sell uh, and create funding for the charities that I want to be supporting and that I'm involved in, then those guitars live another life. They were great for me. I love them so much and I do miss them. But they're going to do great things, what it's all about, you know, putting it forward. Uh, so I'm really.
1: My final question for you, uh, envy of none. Are you going to take this on the road?
0: It it seems to be the number one question, Sean, and and it's pretty early days right now. As line with my, my band Comedy Hatch, but we're in no real hurry to go out and do extensive tours, but I think we would entertain a handful of special dates, you know, maybe uh, maybe we need to get to Atlantic City to do to, to hone our
1: gambling chops Alex. I love uh, it. Uh, that, that would be awesome. Uh, Alex, Andy, I know I got to let you go. Again, Envy of None available this Friday at Amazon.com. I thank you for taking some time and all the best, and uh, I hope we see you in Atlantic City. Thanks so
0: much, Sean. Take care. Cheers, Sean.